Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss exploding toilets, sex bots, and chocolate. I don't want to waste one minute, so let's get right into it. Uh, hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Uh, today, we've got a very special guest on the podcast. I don't want to I don't want to overhype this person, but I do want to get right into the excitement that we have in store for you. Uh, it's our annual year-end, annual year-end, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's our annual year-end episode featuring the illustrious, the the uh, unimaginable, the incredible, the stupendous, the strange and mysterious, Paul William Ford. Let's do this. What's your middle name? Edmund. Edmund. Okay. Well, pretty close. Uh, anyhow, Paul, thank you for being here. Oh, Josh, 2016. <laughs> I was like, what a year. I wouldn't want to end this with anybody else. We got to end it now. We have to end it all. I know. We're a few days away as we're recording this from the from the first. And it's a rough one when you think about that old man and that baby meeting up. Oh, boy. That's a rough one. But both of them are going to be like, let's not do this. I think the baby's just going to punch the old man in the face. The like, baby is in I tears. The old man is in tears. Yeah. Christmas tree's on fire. The people don't use I got to say, I, it took me a minute to know what you were talking about there. But first off, why does he sound so great and I sound like garbage? No. I actually am losing my voice. Yeah. You sound like the tr- movie trailer guy, and I sound like- uh, Tomorrow. The, one, the guy from the Brady Bunch who hits puberty. Oh, what's the movie that I should be selling then? What's the What's the Tomorrow movie? Uh, tomorrow. In a world. The day tomorrow. after tomorrow. In a world. <laughs> the day where, after tomorrow where, would be a great. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Keep the going. year after tomorrow. The year after tomorrow. In a land where advertisers pay for content. You missed your fucking call. Oh, did I? Why are you wasting your time yeah. with this whatever develop developing things, being a guy who runs it's a very business? Hard. It's very hard to be a voiceover guy, actually. My one of my best friends is a pretty serious voiceover guy. And wait a second, didn't you tell me a story about the voiceover guy? He got tickets to something. You got tickets to like some show or something from the voiceover guy? Did I just dream this? You made this up. Okay, keep going. It's a little movie called Shazam starring Sinbad. <laughs> that's right. Sinbad um, is your friend. That's right. Okay. No, it's a it's a very difficult thing to get into. There's only a few. There's a handful of people. Yeah, but you. They can, made that Lake Bell movie in a world about that. Right? Yeah, that's right. But you could right. be. I think I actually watched that movie. No, I'm not. It's too late. Like you need to be a good actor. They they come to you and they say, okay. Uh, no sell and emphasize the orange and make the chocolate pop. That sounds. You gotta be on. You that. know all the lingo. Yeah, but I can't. When make you the say chocolate, chocolate pop. you don't mean the word. No, I mean you? the word. Like that's what oh, they're okay. saying. So you gotta be like, you were going have a delightful chocolate bar, and then you're like, have a delightful chocolate bar. That's, you got you it. Got, that's no, you no. just made the chocolate pop. No, I mean, I well, I do make the <clears throat> chocolate pop. Okay, Paul Ford. Makes the chocolate pop. <laughs> this is great stuff. I feel like we're really into already a successful episode. Uh, and now, as you know, we've been on hiatus. Hiatus. It's been, uh, well, you've been up to something. You got something done. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I uh, got your 2016 goal crossed off. Uh, yes, that's right. Zelda's entering NK2. I'm very excited about it. That's oh, the, really? Yeah. That's, is that a mountain she climbs? NK2 is, yeah, right? No, it's a new class that she's going into in uh, school. Starting. My kids went to kindergarten this year. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exciting. I bet the listeners really want to hear about kids. They want to hear about to kids. Ki- they hey. want to hear about, that's all they want to hear about. No. Kids going to kindergarten. Yeah, 2016 has been a wild year, man. Hey, you know what my kids got to do this year? What's that? Shelter in place drills. Shelter 
in place? Like, let's say somebody comes in and is going to kill all the children with a gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing that we do now, like yeah. weather. And so yeah. they're just like, hey, kids, everybody get like under your desks yeah. and here we Take go. Take out your hand. Active, here's what to do with an active shooter yeah. in the building. So that's, you get your five-year-old. This, this is making me right now. I just want to leave here yeah. this moment and go home. Hold and, your child with and your get, body. And, well, yeah. you know. No, let the bullets first, penetrate no, no, your flesh. Well, first, I'd, first I'd suit up. Yeah. Like in that scene in Commando yeah. where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets all the stuff in the shopping cart. Except for you, it's and like then I get three this... plastic bags. You just sort of put <laughs> them on your body. It's, it's a heavy vest that I have, yeah. actually. Not a bulletproof, just a kind of down-filled. I just, the, you know, as long as the bullets penetrate my body first, I'm a good, good <laughs> that's, father. That's the, that's the, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know why I'm laughing about it, but I was like, yeah, I definitely would get shot to death if it if I had to. Oh, if it, absolutely. You know, and I was thinking like, because you don't. Bef- I think before you have a kid, you're not like, I definitely would get shot to death for somebody. It's not a thing that runs through your head very often. No. When you have a kid, you're like, I need the bullet to go through my body. <laughs> yeah, the thing like, you need. You like definitely blow my brains out. What you need to see, like you you get shot, you go over and you see, like the kids are okay. The the killer's running away and yeah. you see a police siren. And you can finally die. And then you can die. Yeah, you can't course. die unless yeah. you know the kid's going to, like wow. a benevolent police officer is going to reach out and you want to You want to just see the lights yeah. you fade out of existence. And then the kids go live That's with nice. the cop wow, and, is... and his dog. You know what I've been doing recently? I like to go to, there's a website that shows you the radius of nuclear blasts oh, yeah. in New York City and other, yeah. you can put it anywhere on the you map. You know, I think we're feeling, you know, I think we're feeling apocalyptic because Donald Trump has ascended to the office of president in the United States of America. I think it's also the whole world going a little bit banana cakes. But is it? I mean, here's what I got to, yeah. here's what you got to ask. Yeah, is. is it that yeah, the whole yeah. world is going banana cakes, which is not a term that I would ever use, Okay, except in your presence? Sure. Or is it just that now we have to hear about all the other fucked up stuff going on in the world? Whereas before it was like you got your New York Times or your Washington Post or you got whatever, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette in my case. And it was like the stories that they could fit inside the paper that day. My hometown paper was actually called the Daily Local News. They're like, let me explain. It really, it was it's daily. The daily it's local, local news and it's news. It was but, the but, most hometown newspaper but, possible. But, but, but I'm saying, like, we have inc- a saturation of information now, uh, and it is a nonstop. Okay, think about this. You no, because you have okay. Sweden saying, "Hey, Russia might attack. Everybody, get ready." Okay, but that's okay. a big deal. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, uh, I I understand that. But here's the thing: What does Sweden have that Russia wants? Besides delicious uh, chocolate, no, that's Switzerland. Besides, what does Sweden even have? Great furniture, a lot of uh, money and money. Oil. Sweden has yeah. the oil. Isn't Great. the oil mostly in in Norway? Furniture, but I don't think, you have I think, to? I mean, you need to have access. To. Maybe he's just oh, jealous see. of their freedom, their civil society, and their I'm not great feeling worried social about safety net. I'm just out worried about Russia like killing dissidents and journalists. And I'm going to go out on a and say I'm not worried about it. Really, you think we're gonna? What do you think? Two thousand seventeen. I think Trump. I think Trump. I think Trump's got. You know, he's got his hand, uh, steady hand. Here, let me. He's ready to take on any challenges. He's a uh, cool head, cool headed guy who won't make any rash. Let me give you a preview of two thousand seventeen's year review. You ready? Yeah. Ready. 
That's good. Okay, that's that's my preview. Now wait, how who is allowed to scream? Because I feel like they're not going to even let us be screaming. No, that's you can hear it through. That's the death, Melania. Yeah, once they once they seal your mouth together with super glue. Yeah, that's the sound. I see. Okay, that sounds good. So you're not looking forward to 2017, is what you would say? Oh, I am. I have a great business and good life, wonderful children. It's going to be fine. But I think question is, how bad can it get? Oh, it can get real bad, real bad. bad. Can, History can. is a good lesson there. I like, is it though? Real bad. I don't know. It seems like. Oh, really? Yeah, no, you're right. I feel like if we were worried about history. We should have not voted for Donald Trump. We. <laughs> we is a funny word here. We. Listen, I think it's time to. Admit Let's talk to the red state viewers, uh, listeners of tomorrow. There are none. There are none. There are. I mean, there's there two. Probably, so there's some, there's there's some, some libertarian guys who like to twist it up a little bit. You know, they're just like. I think we probably have a few. Um, I think we probably have a few listeners who are yeah. Republicans who yeah. who are like you know maybe closeted liberals. Maybe I don't. I'm going to bet there's more of a Venn diagram overlap with R slash the Donald and tomorrow listeners than uh, you're comfortable I, with. I, the I, don't think, I don't think so. I think I think, no, I think they're I like think. they are. First of all, they're used to everyone in the media being. Um, Cosmopolitan liberal is the word I'm looking for. You don't think I'm cosmopolitan? And I think you're very cosmopolitan. No, oh, that's, that's what the Soviets used to call Jews. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a, in that case I'm very cosmopolitan. Yeah, you're a very funny that's guy. Cool. That's you're a good cool. New York I'm gonna, media. I'm going to entertain the shit out of the uh, all the guys in the gulag. Gonna oh, you're going to be no. They won't put you in the gulag. You'll just have a special role. Like you'll be. I don't know. What is prison in the future? Prison is probably you have to be a moderator on Reddit. So here's the thing. <laughs> I like that. Um, so Russia is – we just did a story. We just did like a, a quick thing about 48 people who died from drinking bath lotion right. in Russia. Right. Where they're normally – they normally just get drunk what, off of what it. What rubric is that under in the um, online? Uh, that's a – I think that's a – that was a culture. Were you able to put some fun stats between, like, it's 28. It's a nice number. How it's many, like, 48? 48. I think it was a data card. I think uh, we, we call those data cards. I think we did a. You switch over and then there's like I a remember, national we have, car brand. We, like, have a car, we have a card called an outline card, which is like kind of a few points about a story. And then we have sure. a data card and sometimes they're used interchangeably. That's but, great. Uh, That's good native advertising, too. If you could get what? the 48 and then you could actually have an ad for lotion. Yeah. Then you would have That's the, the way, future That's where our system works, right actually. Yeah. We just pipe in an Awards oh. lotion ad right after a lotion story. That's what's great about the internet is it's everything's the future. connected. It's the future. It's all linked together in a, a worldwide system. That's why the show is called Tomorrow. That's right. Uh, anyhow, what was I talking about? Um, oh, the people who dr- died from drinking bath lotion right, or whatever. Right. I don't want you to know what bath. It's a bath lotion. Is that? Can we get a fact check on that? Is it bath lotion? Is that? All sounds I, wrong, but I think that's what it is. I think you just. Yeah. Be, okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. You know, Russia's not in a good place. No, it's actually Russia is like a she, fucked up country. We, yeah. We're all here, like, like physically, it's in a bad place. Like we're well, in a no great physically, place. it's in a bad place, but like well, financially, I don't, I don't economically, economically. I'm saying you never get a Russian earthquake. Not, oh, you, I think there are. I'm sure there are. It's enormous. It's a right? huge landmass. They it must is. have earthquakes. It's got okay. 11 time zones. Anyhow, it's the no, least it of their problems. That's <laughs> yeah. why you don't hear. Yeah. Like, there's, a, like, there's they, an earthquake. Yeah, and they like, are literally. In a, I mean, there. I think. So here's the thing about Russia. I think your average Russian earthquake response is, "Thank God, an enormous chasm opened up in the ground." <laughs> yeah. We have or like, to or put why the didn't I die? Yeah, it's probably the most common response. Like, why? But here's the thing about Russia. I think it's like not a great situation, right? Their economy is it has been tanking for a long time. The oil has been fucking tanking for several years now, the, the and has killed their economy. So going to get oil in Sweden is not actually the answer. Yeah, in I mean my Russia opinion. is like like you know those 1900s illustrations of like. 
badly bloated plutocrats. Like it's yeah. like that bug yeah. oil. Like it's just yeah. a man with with sausages for arms. Yeah. Um, wow, driving an SUV. That's incredible. In, that sounds incredible. In off-brand Adidas sweatpants. But here's the thing. So you know, I think we are all sitting here going like, oh, sophisticated uh, Russia, our greatest enemy. Now they have a big fucking army, but and they have a lot of gear. Yeah. But I mean, I think the reality is like we should look at Russia as. You know they are in dire straits, and well, so sure. and so. In what way? In what way will they successfully lash out? I mean, one they've by they've, creating an incredibly successful propaganda campaign right. around our election. Well, they've I crushed mean, it on Trump. I mean, yeah. they, they got there's no you know like you know what's funny is like the birther movement had no basis in any actual reality. Like no. there was just not a shred of anything meaningful. God, I'm so tired of the media industry talking about things like post-fact and all that, though. I just no, Everything's awful right now because they, they, yeah. they cling to that now. Now it's like, oh, it's post-fact. It's propaganda. Ah, oh, it's fake news. Well, this <laughs> is the, great, the greatest thing in the world. The greatest thing in the world that, that Russia has done is introduce the concept of fake news into our ecosystem. <sighs> see, because like, now, because now, now you can be like, we have all the evidence. Russia did this or... We have all the evidence. This is the serial killer. And people are it's like, just like white nah, dudes. you know, fake news. Who can tell these days? Uh, it's just like white dudes with those Wall Street Journal head cut avatars. Like they like to make yeah. their Twitter avatar their yeah. Wall Street Journal picture. Yes. And you just see the forehead sweat coming out as they type the words fake news. Yeah. And just and it's just, you know, OK, OK, we got it. Fake news. Propaganda. What can you believe? You can't believe anything you read. I think. God damn just it. Have, Noam Chomsky told us that. The only thing you can trust is your gut at this yeah. point. Yeah. And do just you take can't, a, just you take can't a, trust that. It's going to. Entirely filled by Malcolm Gladwell had it figured out. Why didn't we listen? Why didn't we fucking listen? What did he figure out? Blink. The power Blink. of thinking without thinking. He the tipping point. Don't worry about facts. Worry about what your gut's telling you. That guy's you. really good at tipping things. Like yeah. Just... Anyhow, so we're in a kind of post-fact Malcolm Gladwell hellscape yeah. where we, everybody has to use their gut. It's actually like George Bush's fantasy, right? It's oh, like, we got it. We it is literally it. like shooting from the hip now. We are actually in like cowboy territory. I love that that the worst people from the Bush administration, and like you know, David Frum who coined Axis of Evil. Yeah, is, he's good. Oh, he's good. He's all oh, over he's a, Twitter. He's a hero, our hero now. Yeah. Oh, David Frum oh is, our, is an upstanding. Can citizen. the left go any further in the back? Everyone's uh, what's that insane. guy, Evan McMullen? I like him. Yeah, he's like the worst piece of shit. I do too. I mean, but you know, if you go and you look at his actual policies, yeah. not a good thing. No, like, no, no. He's a he's he's like he. This is the strength of Trump. The power of Trump is he makes horrendous pieces of shit look awesome by comparison. But, no, like Ted Cruz is like an up. Well, fuck Ted Cruz, no, but no, it's bad. okay. But you have to admit, Mitt every Romney other was like a dream. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Mitt Romney, this is the greatest. Mitt Romney in 2012, we're like fuck Mitt Romney with his binders of women and whatever other bullshit. Oh, what was that? Yeah. And now we're like, please Jesus. Somehow get Mitt Romney I'll into a position man. of power yeah. anywhere in this country because he's like an incredible politician I, every by comparison. Single, like just watch all the brave soldiers of the right just start going over. Just watch it. They'll all, you know, it's just a couple months in now. And oh, no, these these fucking bootlickers on a roll. I mean, these the, fucking brown like the Democrats, nosing. The Democrats roll so fast, it's yeah. painful. We always roll, but this is that the Democrats are all, I don't say we because I don't even know. Like, yeah, the, I mean, the Democrats are always you like. You and me, we're independent libertarians. Yeah, definitely too. independent libertarians. I make up my own guys. Please do mind. not That's attack it. me or my family from my political beliefs which no, are no, hard no. middle, hard center. I think there'll be lots of camps. I don't think you'll go to just one camp. Like you'll probably go, you may even rotate they'll, between they'll, camps. They'll move you around depending on the work, what kind of work they have you doing. My wife didn't find it funny when I said that she, you know, she's half Jewish, so she'd probably have to go before me. Yeah, I'd go to fat camp, she would go to Jewish camp, and then our kids are Michelin. No, you're not Jewish at all. No, she's half Jewish. Yeah, you're, you're my kids, are, I I actually, I my kids are Michelin, so they're I okay. They care. I mean, I don't think they care about the Jews that much. 
I think Probably got, not yet. I mean, Richard Spencer, whatever his name is, <sighs> Dude, Dick, it, Dick Spencer cares, but only because he's like, only because he's living in like a Gamergate, like masturbatory fantasy. Uh, anti-Semitism is first a really incredibly terrible global thing that keeps happening, but also... Boy, does it function as a canary for a huge wave of hatred. Like, well, uh, I just, I just think, um, I mean, we have a bigger target now, though. Don't, don't the white people have a bigger target than Jews? Always. I mean, like, always. All Muslims now are always. like the new Jews. Yeah. Right. Same idea. Like, they're all well because it's harder corrupt. to tell who's a Jew at this point, but you can tell who's Mexican. Well, you got Kushner, and you got Kushner, and Ivanka is, uh, uh, is you know, she converted. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. But yeah, Ivanka thank Trump. You. you. I'm know. giving away a lot of money this year. That's one of the ways I'm soothing myself. Here's all I want. Here's all I want is for, um, to have a time machine be built, uh, to get in it, to go back in time. And to prevent the election from having happened the way it happened in any way possible. I don't know. I see this as a big, clear readout of where we are headed. Like, this is. I don't know. Is it or is it a blip? I mean, I feel like here's what I. It's both, right? It's always both. I mean, I do feel like the, you know, our structure of progress looks like peaks and valleys. Like, if you look at any. If you look at any, and let me tell you, I've been spending a lot of time looking at charts and graphs lately. Sure. If you look at any chart and graph of any like progress, mm-hmm. it's always filled with peaks and valleys, right? Sure. The overarching movement is clear when you scale it out. Here's but deep the thing. inside of it, it looks like peaks and valleys. So I feel like we went from like we have a peak, and now we've got a fucking valley. Let me see if I can articulate this because it's been driving me crazy. Sure. And, and this is something I'm trying to work out for myself. Yeah. And I think that so. One of the quotes that gets brought out a lot is from Martin Luther King about how the overall, and I don't know if it's originally from him, but it's about the overall arc of the the universe is towards justice. Something like that. You know, there's a, that there's a sense of progress. Yeah. And if you look back at American history, what you will see is that people had that sense, also had a sense of everything going off a cliff. And we're like, hey, no, we don't want them to do that to us in the coal mine. We better get this together, sing some folk songs and do some stuff. Yeah. And that's how you got your arc. And I think that we have this like very rhetorical neoliberal arc where literally people are saying things like, hey, guys, there's not going to be any work in the future. No one's going to get to do anything. So we'll give you like $10,000 a year and you can use our apps, like universal basic right. income. And all these ideas are cropping up that have no agency in them. And we're also getting really into these big rhetorical constructs of everything moving forward in a good positive way that actually completely do not connect to human agency and people – acting to get that moral arc of the universe nice and and add a little more curvature to it. Well, isn't it? It's not people, though. I mean, it's it's not. This is not a the Donald Trump is not a like a single person. I mean, he's driven by a whole universe of of cronies. That's right. And businesses. And that's right. And and uh, I think we've been deferring our opposition to the lovely rhetoric of our current president to a sense of overall progress. And at a certain level, it's got to come home. But isn't, isn't calmness better than panic? I don't know. Well, I think, I think the, Ask I mean, my kids. I mean, I don't think Obama's perfect, but uh, I will take somebody who is more patiently assessing a situation than, than making like, you know, a, than being immediately panicked by it. Well, of I mean, course you and I would, but we don't, we like effective administrators who keep our pretty good <laughs> lives all together for us. Yeah. Like, why but wouldn't I, I like that? But I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody, uh, look, uh, I'm not defending anybody here, but I'm fairly certain that most, 
Most people who voted for Trump who thought about it, and I don't think there were that many people. I think a lot of people just voted because they're a Republican and they voted for the guy who was the Republican candidate because sure. they fucking hate Hillary and they fucking hate Democrats. Sure. Because like you're either Coke or Pepsi in this country because yeah. that's the kind of fucking country we live in. Um, you, you know, but I think that the people who thought about it were like, fuck these lying dickheads in Washington. I'm tired of their bullshit. I want somebody new and fresh in there. Obama said he was going to give me something new and fresh, but it's the same old, same old. Because a lot of people who voted for Obama, of I mean, it's not a lot, but some people who voted for Obama ended up voting for Trump this time around. And so I do think there is this kind of naive quality to the to the process where it's like, yeah, you just want something different. You're not really looking for the depth of the argument. You're just like, I just want something to change because it feels like nothing does change. Now, look, I'm sure there's also a lot of dipshits who are like, I'm voting for Trump because who knows, it'll be fun. Or I'm voting for Trump because I fucking hate black people. Um, all of All of these arguments are very invalid. But the point is, I don't know that people spent a lot of time going like thinking that it had any great impact on anything. Right. And so I don't know that I don't think it, I don't know why I'm making this point. It does sound like I'm defending people who voted for Trump. I guess what I'm saying is like nobody walked into this like wishing for apocalypse. I do think that uh, Trump will bring us as close to apocalypse as we've ever gotten in modern American history. I mean, I could be wrong. I hope I am. All I know is this is going to take this conversation. Look, there's no way to be that happy about 2016. It's been a bad year. Everybody, it hasn't been for us. You've had a great year. I've, I've had, had a good. I've had a good year. I would have. You launched it. You've launched a global media brand. Yeah, I would have. I would have rather had Trump not become the president. But you know, well, you didn't have a choice. This thing, I did not. Did not have, you have a choice. No power. You don't have any power. I have some power. Mm, I have a little more power today than I did um, before December 5th. That's right. Right? Because we actually, I mean, this is to me is like, and this is the thing, I just, you know, this this election is fucking insane. And the night of the uh, actual, uh, you know, vote, the election, um, we, everybody here at the outline was sitting in Slack together in disbelief, you know, me oh, included. Yeah. And, you know, after I stopped my hands from shaking and had a couple of drinks, you know, I did feel like, look, the the reality is we have a, our, this didn't happen by accident. It took a lot of people to make it happen. And like our industry, the media industry is has incredible responsibility in this. And I do think like there has to be some kind of change, like like really meaningful change about what we think about what we read and see and, and talk about and hear and look at every day. And if we can be even a tiny little percentage part of something good in that, that has huge value. Also, you know, it's going to be my personal mission to write really annoying things that would really annoy Trump. I think you if need at all to do possible. That. I think you need I to. I feel like I think I'm not interested in trying to crack every case. Pick your I targets. just hope I can find one one topic that will annoy that will somehow bubble up to Donald Trump and annoy him. I noticed That's that important. um so wait, what else happened this year? We have to talk about something. All right, David else. Bowie died. Oh, great. Alan Thicke died. Oh, um uh they uh, uh a lot of people died. They did, and it led even, to a lot of people writing. Prince Jaja Gabor. Prince, oh, Prince Jaja Gabor Jaja recently. Gabor. Yeah. Um, Nancy Reagan, which was a good one. Wait, Nancy Reagan died? I mean, this is, that's how crazy of a year when it's been. When did Nancy Rick Reagan die? She died no, early. I don't think she Nancy died Reagan. in March, and then she there was died? that whole Hillary controversy. Are you sure she died? Uh, Nancy Reagan? Are we sure about that? Yeah, that was a big deal for me. Okay, I can't remember. I just can't, honestly. It's all bl a blur. <sighs> Who else That died? was the highlight of my year. A lot of people died, but also we got the damn Daniel video. 
Uh, uh, we got the great. Um, we got some other great memes. I saw today a lot of lists that it's were like, like the, the memes of 2016. It's like you know, man, you know yeah. get the fuck out of my this face with memes. your list of memes. It's this like, was it. This was the like year. Of memes. This is the problem. Actually, is that I don't want you to see a fucking list of memes. 2017. Like, good. I saw the memes all fucking year. Well, you saw the memes, but not everybody spends all day. I mean, on do you hear, do you hear that? Memes. Do you hear that epic slurping sound? That is the thirst of all people who make who make content, desperately trying to hang on to like the last eyeball. It's like Just a little bit of virality. I mean, honestly, it is. It is. I get it's intoxicating. I mean, it is an intoxicating feeling. Like you know, we're a small little thing, and we've had a couple of things that have broken out as like stories that people right. are sharing. And oh, you see, nice. like, yeah. you know, when you're little, you see all of the waves like they're mad. They you really watch feel that massive. Chart beat, and then suddenly yeah. you're not wearing your shirt. We're not using chart beat, but um, oh, no, don't use. But chart beat. Uh, but the f- interesting thing is. You know, Chartbeat's I totally, fine. What's wrong with Chartbeat? It's fine. It's a, okay. not a bad product. I just don't. We don't. I don't need to see like real time, like every second what's oh, happening. I, I need to see that. I don't need to. I, I don't need to hit shit. that. I don't need to hit that pipe. Oh my god! But um, we have we use parsley and some oh. other stuff. Oh well, that's like Chartbeat and kind of it parsley is a little different. It's a little more. Yeah, it's a little more semantic. Yeah, yeah. Just got a little. Different. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> are you gonna let the are you gonna let the crowd tell you what you're gonna be um, writing next? It's all about what the crowd says. Are you going to burst into the room and be like... Whatever they like, we just do more of it. The audience loved that piece about egg cartons. Or like, I'm like, more Westworld. That's right. (laughs) Do more Westworld. Jeffrey's Finnegan, what's going to be on HBO? It's funny, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you see how how easy the... You know, being new, it's so wonderful to see how easy it would be to make all these horrible fucking decisions. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, really hard every day to, like, make the right decision. It is true. I mean, you could justify your investment in a minute by just becoming an HBO reporting space. Like, just- I mean, the thing, the thing that's funny about, about traffic on the Internet is that it's actually really easy to get. True. It's actually not well, hard to get. I mean, you and I probably get. Uh, it's it's easier for us to get traffic than some people. No, no, I get it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, but I it it's like would be very easy to turn the outline into like a an awesome traffic. You machine. know where the traffic is. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't want to go get it well, because it's high value influencers. I would like yeah, think influencers yeah. is what we're after. No, but anyhow, but I don't want to talk about the outline too much. But I will say that like it's f- interesting watching the as with fresh eyes and with fresh data. The, the way stories move, you see these really incremental, these tiny little positions, and it's like, it's just a real eye-opener. It's like, of course our industry's all fucked up because we're like, people are looking at these f- dumb fucking graphs all day you know the other thing, going like, a, that thing spiked. How do we get more of those spikes? That was good. It literally so is like a drug. It is a fucking drug hit. There used to be one audience, and now there are just a million different people doing a million different things. I think what's important is that everybody's getting the story they want with all of the facts that they need. A personal newspaper every day delivered to your doorstep. It's just like Nicholas Negroponte predicted, except what he didn't predict was instead of having a dial that would like let you see more conservative news or more liberal news, it's actually like a dial that lets you see like a story that is a lie that is exactly what you wanted to hear. Hey, hey. Yeah, you don't even know that you're asking for liberal or conservative. You're just clicking and it's Well, yeah, there's no you. dial. Right, there's no dial and also the stories are made up. Josh, yeah. you know what's tired? What? Adams, you know what's wired? Bits. Oh, wow. Is that from the first issue of Wired? Probably. <laughs> it seems like it's in one of the tires and tires. That was of a, big, a big Negroponte story. Yeah. Um, not rarely were the stories about his brother invading Central America. Oh, yeah. Most Here of them go. were. Nice. About, yeah. Little, Negro, Negroponte little, burn. Yeah. Uh, no, it uh, was that he went through uh, customs and they looked at his laptop and they asked, How much is this worth? And he said, Millions of dollars. And they were like, what? 
but it was a point that he'd made uh, about how the bits on it were worth so much more than the atoms. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think that the, was him. I could the, totally have that wrong. Because the data. Yeah. Because you know, the, the info. And really, just think about that for well, a minute. Well, you know, just information is currency. I don't know if you heard. Did <gasps> anybody tell those kids who got one laptop that they were sitting on a million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> one laptop per child yeah. was a $200 device that. Oh yeah, the worth OLPs, millions. Yeah, worth yeah. millions. Really panned out. That really changed the. Hey, maybe we have a maybe OLPC is to blame for all of the troubles in the world. Maybe that's where we should really be focusing our attention. You shouldn't have put Linux on it. Well, you know, <laughs> they're like, no wonder they're revolting against America. We sent them Linux computers. It's sad that the cyberpunk hair, haircut has come back as the fascist haircut. Oh my god. Yeah. The, fa- the fascists are actually, I think, what no one wants to say is like they're pretty the, stylish. Like, they are. The, oh, they look people good. love saying that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's yeah. a lot of headlines saying there's this. A, stylish there's a problem Nazi. with Dick Spencer. Is like. You know, he's a pretty good-looking guy. Yeah, he dresses he's well. He's not that good. I mean, this is he's the thing. He's not. Like, have you seen this dapper, this dapper neo-Nazi? But it's also like they dress in that kind of bad, like, gentleman of Reddit look. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not. It's just, they're almost like they're like, it's like one, they're one steampunk. Oh, they're uh, a fedora away. away. They're, they're like, uh, yeah, yeah. From being a pua. They're, they're all. No, they're puas. <laughs> they are puas. <laughs> they are all on the cusp of vesthood yeah, is like, how I like put it. Like bracelets, fucking caps. Yeah. Bracelets. No, he's got, he wears vests. Yeah, can we make you a, spend, can we make a promise to each other? You spend your. I, I'm going to wear a sweater vest. I'm sorry, vest. You and me. Oh no, uh, let's let's not call. Let's not use the term alt right ever. Let's call oh, them. Let's no. call them neo Nazis. Neo Nazi oh, racists. Yeah, I got to say, I'm sorry. I'm going to say I haven't been able to talk on the Tomorrow podcast, but I keep thinking about um, how much I want to punch. Really want to punch these people in the face like because here's the thing the nazis are a real thing like they killed a lot of people like for real yeah and if given the opportunity if i met one i definitely would punch them in the face you need to do that and so like i feel like anybody who feels the way they feel they've got a they've got a fist coming now you know i'm a wimp yeah, I'm not a tough guy. Not a tough guy. Before I nerd, you're but pretty still, tall though. So tall is like tall, halfway yeah. to handsome and strong. But it's like, like a long body and then no muscle whatsoever. <laughs> all it's all just like a loose like. Oh like, yeah. What do you call it? It's just like a like. Why do I even I wanna, have muscles? I I to be punched TV. by you would be a dream. To get yeah. punched by you would be like getting a hug. Look, I went on Bloomberg TV. <laughs> but, I watched myself on Bloomberg TV, and all I could think is like, it looks like a ghost fucked a sofa. You That's went on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. You went on. You were on Charlie Rose, right? I was on Charlie Rose. <laughs> I'm so jealous of you. Yeah, I was so pretty jealous. good. You're in that black box, and it's just Charlie. Yeah, and just, like, you don't no, know if he leaves or what, stays. What is code exactly? Yeah, I keep I mean, hearing about it. But the thing is, is what what actually is it? You go in, he's there, and then they they walk you out, and he's still there. Yeah, he's, so he's always in that room. That's where he assu- lives. Yeah, there's an assumption that there's he's a, always in that black space. They actually the the um the table is bolted to the floor, and it flips. The whole thing flips, and there's a bed on the right. other side of it. He sleeps like in there. Micro apartment. He he float. He's floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sleeps in the bed, and then they flip it back over in the morning. They get they come in with like a toothbrush and a you know a mug full of water, or whatever, to brush his <laughs> teeth. They, they roll down they, the suit. They give him a new jacket. Boom, right into the next interview. And for eight hours straight, he's just doing interviews in that room. So your 2017 goal is given the opportunity. Punch a neo-Nazi. No, but look, here's the, the here's the deal. Here's, the, here's what I think the neo-Nazis who th- call themselves the alt-right but are actually Nazis, like racist, anti-Semitic um, Nazis need to understand is that like I don't think there's a tolerance for whatever their politics are in this country. I don't believe that there's a tolerance for it from a lot of people. It's a real bad I mean, story. I mean, I think that I think that this idea that that would be tolerated is very naive, and I think no. that they're going to find very quickly that if they bring that shit to people's towns, 
it's not going to be a pretty it's sight. It's tricky, but if it starts with Muslim, I, it's it's the creation of the enemy class. Right? Yeah, but they're not. But it's, it's not just Muslims. Yeah, but it's I not. Mean, it's, this is the thing. They'll find new labels. This is what worries me. Uh, You're like, oh, know. you know, we're, they're gonna. They'll be like, mm, all right, so we can't call them. Jews I think anymore. as long as they have a rally where they're doing like um, Heil Hitler shit. I know, I think, but that's like, the thing. Some of them won't. They will rebrand. Yeah, some anti, them, I mean, anti-Semitism. Some, of, some of them might not. That's fine. And what's, like, what's the I, new Jew that they well, can hate? Well, I think, but I think that I think that right. Well, this is the thing about Muslims. Muslim replacing Jew or whatever. Right. That's the but that's the 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 systemic danger. See, I don't to me, think like that's a Trump. That's more of a Trump danger than need, it is like it bubbling up from these. These groups. are people who just need hate too. So it's like it's it's Muslims now. It was Jews, and it'll be something new. It'll be people. I mean, you can find people with disabilities or like yeah. You know, I, they'll be like, oh, actually, we hate gay people again. Like that's right. a thing now. That could happen. I mean, I think I it's think not. It, I think it's not either. It could get abstract. It I think could it's get all, like certain I think it's video and. games. I think it's and. It's not could, or. It's could and. Be, could be Nintendo users. I mean, the, for these guys, I think that would be appropriate. I think That's Nintendo right. users, like, these are like the... Uh, Sega Master System versus NES guys. Like, yeah, that's, that's exactly the, right. I mean, we need g- to give them another phone war to keep them busy so that they don't get too mm. uppity about Muslims. Mm. That's right. Really, all you have to do is get like a new version of Call of Duty out. Yeah, they and, need to put out like Halo 6 or whatever. Right. And then it's like and this then, shit will all get shut down. Or just honestly combine hey, let's not it. Minimize, let's not minimize their um, their important political beliefs that um, women suck. And well, this is what I'm about to say. Like, <laughs> and that, that, that Jews, the Jews are annoying and if Muslims you could get are dangerous. A sex robot powered by a PS4, you uh, could probably get it pretty far. I think we're pretty close to that. They have the PSVR headset. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I feel that in the discussion about all this, a lot of times there is a massive underestimation of the incredible motive force of the gross American boner. Like there's just this like mm. like I like to see things get blown up. I like to yeah. this is maybe me personally, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Don't take me as an abstract male. Like I like to see things blown blown up. I like boobs. I like oh. you know things yeah. and Oh, blown up by boobs. Yeah, exactly. Nah, like I a, think you're like saying blown up boobs. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like I think Americans your average, love big, big breasts. That makes your, sense. Your average 13 year old American boy. Yeah. I don't want to go in that mind, but it's like if if there was an explosion in a in a girl's toilet, that would be very satisfying <laughs> to is, a 13. But what is the average American? Boy, you know, who is the average American boy? Well, I think let's he's, explore that on this next episode well, tomorrow. Ex- on, what is on tomorrow? Average. We're going to explore an American boy. I believe in a, I believe in American boy exceptionalism. I believe in American I, boy what is dolls. The exce- what is the exceptional American boy? Let's imagine, talk about that. Imagine American boy dolls. I I, I'm, I am imagining. They it. smell terrible. I don't know. They're wearing you're a obsessed, bad sweater. You're obsessed with the odor of. They're oh, constantly calling people cuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You squeeze an American boy doll, it just says cuck, cuck. <laughs> cuck has died out, though. I feel. Oh sure. Cuck is over. Well, cuck is tricky because they're all cucks. You mean the people calling? <laughs> yeah. The cucks, cucks. All cucks are cucks. I mean, you can't. Un- I think if you if you can identify a cuck, you're being cucked. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a global. So, well, no, fact. There's a global cuck. Takes a cuck to know a cuck. All men ultimately are Somebody was like on election night was like, yeah, like, uh, take that cuck. Next thing, you know, you're going to be getting fucked in the ass. And I was like, I hope. Yeah. That sounds great. I, like, like, why not try it before you knock it? I just, you know, anyhow, we've a horrible, all horrible just, nightmare. They're world constantly world. on Twitter saying like "fag," "cuck," whatever. No, and it's like those yeah. are the best people the, I know. The people calling people cucks are definitely hoping to be or cucks. are already being cucked and loving are loving it. Yeah. 
I like the way that we've created a set of tools that make it impossible for women and, and minorities to uh, participate in civic society without being relentlessly harassed. I think we did well, a good job say, there. Let me just say this. Maybe 2017 would be a good year to Thanks figure some of that shit out. Can I just say, look, here's the problem, okay? First yeah. off. Wait, I'm being righteous, guy damn I'm gonna get, it. I'm, gonna get I'm right, an ally I'm gonna get, right now. I'm going to get right to it. I'm on everybody's side. I'm not. I'm not. No, I don't know. Either. I'm not. I'm trying to be on. I'm just trying to live. I'm trying to survive. Another year. I like fairness. That's kind of it for me. I like yeah. things that are fair, but then I also like things that are kind of tough and force people to level up. So but, I I also, but I think also, yeah, okay, that's an interesting topic. I mean, we could go down a rabbit hole on toughening up, but like, let's, but before we do that, I just want to say, I think the problem ultimately, and you've written about this, about being nice. Sure. We've probably talked about this before. Sure. But I do think fundamentally, I was just talking about this with one of our writers here, and, um, you know, look, we're really fucking rude to each other. And I'm not saying like, I'm not saying that like, I'm saying that like. Oh, we're very dismissive. The core of like kind of every problem is that we have this incredible co- like communication opportunity. Right. And we still haven't like gotten any manners. Well, it's like, true. We still right? don't use, we still don't use manners when we use the communication tools. Well, like in person, it's much harder. Well, we started to, and then people started calling it PC culture. Suddenly like no, it's having more, manners no, was. I'm not even talking about like that far up the ladder of manners. I'm saying like to the extent that you won't be like you're a fucking idiot to somebody without yeah. using any like non PC language. So, like everything's gross. It's just like you can't be not like you just have to be like in a normal argument with somebody who I disagree with. It's unlikely. I mean, it will get to a point where we're like, okay, we're not going to escalate it to a, past a certain level because it will become like uncomfortable for everyone in that conversation. Yeah, you're like- Like you, most people won't escalate. They will be like, okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree, which is a thing that's fine to do. Right. Like you can do that. You can be like, you think your thing and I think my thing and let's just agree that we're not going to change each other's minds. Well, there's a real sense too of this conversation probably should end. I don't think right. we're going to get any further with this. But in on the internet, one, it's like no repercut, no physical repercussions. Like you're not- you can be Dick Spencer and say whatever the fuck you want. Nobody's going to punch you in the nose, right? Like, you can just talk and talk and talk. Two. Not only that, your folks will come out and be like, yeah. Yeah, right. Two, <laughs> two, two. You have, like, as as per the internet. That's the noise they make. Yeah, of course. <laughs> during, yeah. during fights and masturbation. That's the sound of an Cena. anime Twitter uh, icon. <laughs> but John Cena <laughs> actually seems like a John pretty cool Cena's guy. John Cena's like Don't a really, him. really cool guy, but that's, yeah. they like to say John Cena. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> Um, you know, but then there's like this whole, it's like, okay. John so, Cena's awesome. He's great. Uh, very, kind of amazing comedic actor. Just going to say, he was great on SNL. So you've yeah. never heard the John Cena prank call, have you? I guess you? I haven't, no. Oh. I guess I have oh, not. Oh, we have to, you have to link for, to that. Is that for like, is that an alt-right thing? Is no, that a neo-Nazi? it's just a general internet thing and it's not alt-right at all. Is but it, it anything is. like, uh, what was the, what was the, um, World of Warcraft, the guy who would show up with the uh, Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins, it's, yeah, it's at that level. Wow, of just there's oh. some memes. Remember that meme from 2016, Leroy Jenkins. Remember yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was super into World of Warcraft, and she kept saying that place. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know. That. Really, Jamie Lee Curtis That's is cool. In the world. That is That's cool. Fucking cool. Yeah. See, there's still hope in this world. She's willing to trade places with an orc. Are you, are you? Is she in the movie? In Trading Places? No, she's not. <laughs> but no, but but okay. Anyhow, remember World of Warcraft? That was a movie. It was called made, Warcraft. Made by David she Bowie's son. She was, and she cosplayed as an orc at the premiere of World of Warcraft. She was in. She's in the fucking movie. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god! Carpet. Oh my god! 
She's wow. a nerd. Wow, she's not fucking she's around. That's curious. for real. That's good. Anyhow, so then it's like okay, so like yeah, you my basically in World of Warcraft. You, you you will always escalate. You uh, there's no barrier on the internet to just saying whatever you want to whoever you want. And I like, I just want to be nice and polite to people and have a little formality in my life. This just is the get, thing. Get through the day. This is the thing. Also, you're subjected to every every fucking person's opinion. Well, it's not just that. Like you're not really subjected. You can tune out, but, but they you get can it. leave. The, you could get off Twitter. Yeah, they get in your head and then you actually don't act in a mature, sensible way. One of the things I've been noting and thinking about lately is that when people are on Twitter, a lot of times they're just yelling into the void because yeah. they're frustrated. Yeah. And it's very easy to read that and be like, they hate me. Well, also, it's impossible. Text is a terrible fucking medium for communication. It's the worst. Can I just say this? For real-time communication, text fucking blows. It's and I can tell you, Especially like, when you only have 140 characters well, in this is like, yeah. yeah, and it's like, and it's like, you don't know who I am, you don't know my background, you don't know what I know, you don't know what I think, you don't know how I feel, and also I cannot intone in my words any way, any sense to you that I'm either joking, or I'm being thoughtful, I'll tell you or what. I'm like poking, or whatever. Like, you have no fucking idea. Look, I'll tell you what this makes clear is that podcasting is the medium of the future. Po- it's all about podcasts. Yes. Non-stop, real-time, live audio. million-plus members. All day long. What would it sound like if a million people were talking at once? It would sound like Twitter. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots, <laughs> peas and carrots. It would sound amazing. Um, but to any other, I just think like, uh, at the, I think this is like weirdly like ISIS. I just made this argument to somebody. Uh, like, I, you know, the thing about ISIS and like, and like radical terrorism, like thinking. God, all people want to do is hear us talk about fun nonsense. <sighs> Listen, hold on. We're going to talk about that in a second. Because we have pretzels. to do, we have to, we have to talk about the year the Dippers had, which was oh, this is true. Hold on, wait, I'm going to get to that. Get to your we're, point we're about, get to that but, talk about ISIS, then we'll talk about because we have about a lot, our, to, our a lot of ground to cover. High, high and low, good and bad. But okay, um, I just want to say it's a good shirt, by the way. This yeah, it's just sort of casual and good. It's a good shirt. I just bought like eight of these. This is all I wear. That's now. what I, I wear. Do this too. one if, shirt. If I had that, and this shirt, is my whole thing. If I had that shirt and it fit me like that, I'd just buy Gap. eight of them. Gap. Great. Yeah. They make a great Oxford. Yeah, they don't really have gap big and tall. Well, I don't know. That's all right. Keep going. They do have tall. They do have tall. I, know. I don't know about big, but. No, they know. I'd look like a sausage casing. Go ahead. Uh, ISIS. That's... ISIS, yeah. So, like, you Get know. Get that the... point across. No, no, just like terrorism generally, right? It's like, it's like, look, there are real reasons for terrorists to be fucking pissed. Boy, are there. Like, for well, real. Like, let's just, yeah. like, can we just level set and say the, like, ISIS is horrible. It's really bad. But they yeah, some of their arguments, seven. somewhere foundationally there are arguments that are like, okay, you're right to be pissed off about that. Sure. Some, no, bad, they, some bad shit was done to you and your family and the people that you uh, love. No, and the okay. way that they want to reintroduce slavery. I mean, I think that that's a very logical position. I don't know about Here's that, but I'm not defending ISIS. There but I'm is saying a that, sociopolitical context in which the rise of ISIS should not surprise us. Right. But, also, but then again, hindsight's 2020. But also a lot of terrorism has foundation in like horrendous things done to the person who's become the terrorist. Like they are radicalized by not just by like belief systems, but also by like actual actions that other people take. I mean, look, I'm not defending them, but I'm just saying that that's true. Everything is complicated and yes. messed up and connected. I'm saying we got to take, we got to take out ISIS, but here's the thing. Okay. We got to hit ISIS hard. Got to hit them hard. We got to, what are we going to get them with? We gotta, but here's, I'll tell you what we're going to get them with. Ice. Love. Ice. No, but here's the thing. The reality is, I want to take out ISIS with ice. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be like, stop. It would be just like throwing ice yeah. at them. They would be so surprised. Like, what, they're what, in what a desert. tactic. They'd be like, what is this? What, is, what an amazing tactic if we just shot ice at ISIS. That's right. They'd be like, are they fucking with us? Yeah. This is a joke? Okay, anyhow. It's a comedy, obviously. But no, but the reality is like the same thing with Twitter and all of the stuff that's happened on the internet that seems horrible. Like, the only thing that matters, the only thing you can do, the only thing that we can change is like the way that we fucking behave and the way we think. And like, there is no... 
limit to us fixing problems like in terms of communication if everybody's willing to be like oh i'll be better mannered or like i will not oh, be an yeah. asshole to people or like i'm going to accept that like my argument and their argument will not always meet where i want it to meet no, we, like, we've made that... these enormous and almost perfect communication protocols and then humans add terrible friction right and we can't but it's like it's like uh, here's the thing and my point about isis and about terrorism is like we're never going to beat terrorism in a fucking ground war we're never going to be terrorism by like dropping bombs on people. Like we just aren't because every time you fucking kill one person, there's another person standing next to them who doesn't die and is like, wait, fuck these people. So like the reality is like anything, the power to fucking change it is like a power. It's like the power if you can change someone's mind, right? If you can change the way someone acts, the way they think. And so I'm just saying, uh, not that I should be hopeful about anything, but I do think like we essentially have all of like the raw materials to be way better to each other and to for people to be way better. And I get like, I can be like, oh, peace and love. Like, here's a pamphlet on like democracy and like, you're going to be better. Like, that shit's not going to happen. They're still going to blow people up. So we have to deal with like the blowing people up problem yeah, immediately. You don't be, like, we can, we're not going to be like, here's a flower. We hope you don't yeah. do anything to us. Like, clearly there are people who are like going to have to get blown up by some government. Maybe we should just listen to these ISIS guys and find out no, what they no, want. No, I mean, we should maybe listen a little bit, but I don't think they want anything at they, this point. They actually that, don't have a lot to uh, say. Yeah, to I, think us. They, I think that. What they want right now is pretty fucking terrible. A lot of what they want to say is communicated by like throwing a human head at us. Yeah, no, they suck, and we got to take them out. But I'm glad that we're coming down strong anti-ISIS <laughs> on this podcast. Here's, I feel here's, that here's what I'm str- strongly against. You got to really just stand behind something. I'm yeah. against ISIS. Okay, good, good. I'm against neo-Nazis. Also, really strong opinion. I'm really hard line against neo-Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the alt-right is just another way of saying neo-Nazis. Yeah, so that's just got to go. That's just the media. You know how, you know the media sucking that. explains the alt-right. And I'm against um, I'm against raising any of the tolls on bridges and tunnels getting into New York. I think it's uh, too too soon. So look, Josh, those things are bad. But you, you know what? Look, it's been a very depressing recap so far. But you know what's good? Dippers. Delicious dipping sauces. Yeah, well, I'll say this. I mean, the new... Let's just talk about 2016. First of all, we need to fill in listeners because they may not know that Josh and I together yeah. are the chief stakeholders in an unusual chain casual dining restaurant. That's right. Called Dippers. With Dip. a Z. With a Z. Where you dip things. Where there's a plethora of dips that are offered to you with every dish. You get a, um, a kind of like multi-tiered Lazy Susan, um, which you can use to just slingshot dips back and forth to uh, your dining partners. And there's all sorts of dipping combinations like uh, mushroom cilantro, um, barbecue lime, uh, and of course my favorite, Chipotle ranch. Yeah. Look, it was a complicated year. First of all, yeah. the, uh, the the Laffy Taffy fondue promotion failed utterly. That was not a good uh, – it turns out Laffy Taffy has, <laughs> has dramatically dipped in – no pun intended – dipped in popularity. Yeah. Uh, it's not and, only that. It – it's flammable. Yeah. Well, so, when, when when liquefied. Over $700 million in insurance payouts yeah. later, we had to yeah. sit down and think about what was next for Dippers. And I think – and I, I want to say that I think ultimately the closing of it, the Atlantic City Dippers, um, you know, as part of uh, finding the funds That's the for thing, that though, settlement. A topless Dipper restaurant was yeah. another mistake that we made. I think the Atlantic City Dippers was not long for this world anyhow, and it was the right thing to do. Well, okay, so yes, but it was painful ripping that that 
Band-Aid off. Well, doing the month bottomless was really an incredibly bad idea. Yeah, that does it's inappropriate for a dipping for a family dipping you establishment. You don't want a bottomless staff in a dipping restaurant. It turns out that's obvious in retrospect. Yeah, but look, we were a little bit worried at that moment. We we're just trying to move forward. Yeah, but on the flip side, on the flip side, the reverse grilled cheese did incredible business this year. And yeah. if you're not you know what the re- reverse grilled cheese is, it's um, cheese with bread in the middle. It's, Which is for us was an incredible innovation, I thought. Oh my God. And when you pass that through the fondue hose, it yeah. is just fantastic. Yeah. And I think that the fondue hose, the fondue funnel, which mm-hmm. is something we brought in at the, in the last quarter, which I mm-hmm. think, you know, it was like once the hose was working, you have to ask yourself, how do you take it? How do you take it to the next level? And then you get the funnel, the funnel, which is, of course, you know, a four to six member experience. Yeah. Unbelievable. I also have to say that the one thing we did that I thought was incredibly good, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it coming down from the Toronto franchise, is mm. the um, dipping um, uh, butterscotch pudding in nerds candies oh. and getting those two colors. And the Canadian, what... the Canadian. I have to say, what we've done in Canada this year yeah. in terms of dipping innovation is off the charts. And that one to me was. Do you remember the meeting where Chris just came out and said, "Guys, fuck pretzels." That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had we had so many plans, and then that just brought it in. Well, the stuff, the stuffed pretzel. We had a split pretzel. We had we had like Snyder's of Hanover all up our ass. It was a nightmare. No, and we had this whole. Can I just say this? Like you guys might have loved it on the. you know, we were going to create this long pretzel, the long pretzel, which yeah, that we was going to be great. So it was right? the infinite dip. You essentially could take it all the way around the table oh, yeah, multiple Weed and times. We had everybody was yeah. in the room on that. Yeah. We we spent eighty six million dollars on the long pretzel campaign. <laughs> and I'm still glad that we didn't do it. It's incredible, but but some of those, but some of that stuff was, you know, like. Um, grab the pretzel. I thought it was a really good campaign it that was we had excellent. going there. It was like, excellent. Like hold on to the pretzel was a good one, which I thought was really unexpected. You know what was good was the let's split campaign where you had the two people holding the pretzel and then they cracked it and you said, let's split. <laughs> yeah, and then they got dippers to, to go. To me, that was our double mint. I feel like we could have done a lot with that. But but that said, you're right. The, the fuck the pretzel from Chris was the right thing to say and the right move to make. I also have to say a paper bag completely filled with barbecue sauce is a bad to go offering. No, we didn't I don't know. I don't know who came up with that. Well the thing was is that eighteen ninety five that Google Doc looked real good. That looked like a way forward. When you were gonna be sending people home with the when you knew you were sending them home with barb any barbecue anything. Yeah. You know, it kind of was like, oh that's funky. Like do it in a bag. It's almost like kind of Williamsburg hipstery like Farm to table, you know, brown bagging it. It was cool. It, it was okay, out, but it you know. just didn't work out. Yeah. Nor was the Rudy Giuliani spokesperson. Yeah, that was a bad yeah, idea. A I think. Well, I think if he'd have gotten Secretary of State, it would have been a different story. It would have been, but like, let's dip freedom yeah. in, in. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah. what was weird about that campaign was why we were doing. So I don't know if you guys remember. If I'm sure anybody who's been to a dipper's is, you probably remember the Throwing Star campaign, right? Well, but it then, was like it was like so it was the breaded Throwing Stars and, and then you got Rudy Giuliani stars. rubbing yeah. honey mustard yeah, on yeah. his and chest. Yeah, yeah. And why is and why is it's like why is Rudy Giuliani who's this all American? And like promoting yeah. throwing stars, it clears my sinuses. Yeah, that was a terrible campaign. Amazing. I did like the throwing star concept, though. I did. Me too. Yeah. Me too. The dip, well, the dip board. We had this cool. I don't know if everybody saw. It, it was in every location. It was in Toronto. Uh, I think we did one in Yonkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Vegas, and I and I want to say Miami locations. We we were kind of beta testing um, this. Uh, you do the throwing star, and then it would knock the dips. Yeah. Right? It was knock the dips was the campaign. You know, so 13.5% of American households have dipped in the last year. Yeah. It's incredible, actually. It's been an incredible year. We had a lot of really killer promotions. Um, but I, I will say that uh, ultimately what 
was most important. It wasn't just about the, the profit. And despite that huge oh, settlement. about the social change. It was about what we, how we change the way people think and talk about dipping in this country. It was a long year and people were focused on all kinds of things. Yeah. And we did the sort of who would, who would Hillary dip, who would Trump dip. And that yeah. was good. That was yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, the red dip and blue dip. The blue dip was disgusting, though. It really did not taste oh, good. Oh, God. I mean, really, I don't know. What the, what was the flavor I we mean, you could have just done blue cheese, but somehow no, you guys made it. I know. I know. But you know what it was? It was, the, it was um, elk jerky into blueberry sauce. So yeah, that was a yeah. complete failure. Well, you, I think we thought that the, it would be oh, kind sorry, of a savory, we, a, sweet, a sweet, savory situation. Can we be honest that Kyle out. was a poor head chef? Look, we've made changes this year that I, I think have been ultimately, been ultimately beneficial brother. to the business. But you know, uh, yeah. But look, dude, I'm sorry. Where is Kyle now, by the way? He's dead. Mm. Yeah, that's, it's unfortunate. That's a long, long year for your <laughs> family. That's for tough, sure. Well, it was not the favorite. I think we could say that. Yeah. Okay. One other thing I want to say is, if you go to Dippers, if you go to Dippers before the year is out, you got to try the boat. Right? Oh, the, the float boat. boat. Yeah, the yeah. float boat. You got to try the boat. I mean, mixing oh, all Oh, don't of forget the boo shoe in Halloween, yeah. too, oh, right? God, <laughs> the boo shoe. Yeah. Okay. It was bad. like, the, there was the zombie shoe. There was yeah. this, the stripper shoe. Okay, but wait, the boat. You're right. Yeah, anyhow, get, get the get the boat. I think you will not regret that mixture. It's it's four ninety five too. Yeah. Oh, $1,495. That's right. What? Four, um, $495, rather. What's in the boat this year? Well, so it's every ice cube, right? Every flavored ice cube. And then, Which is actually what we're known for. And then 50 of the 100 core dips mixed together. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Anyhow, so look, dippers, good year for dippers, bad year for America. But I think we can agree. A great year for casual dining and oh, dipping. One of the things we're saying, though, that we, and I don't want to talk about it too, I don't want to talk about it too much, but I think that we've got a deal to move some of the dippers product uh, into the rations for the army. Ooh, MRE In 2017. And I think it's going to change the battlefield for a lot of those soldiers out there. I think when they crack open the ration and there's a micro set of dippers, that's a huge fucking deal. It's true. Well, a lot of, I was going to say a lot of those dips were developed by military technology. Well, there's obviously there's, there's, I mean, I think we should just say this. There are, and one thing we learned this year, there are dips that are appropriate for the battlefield and there are dips that are not. Well, and this is also just a good way for us to own that a typical entree at a restaurant has 1,395 calories. I'm sorry. That's right. 13,950 oh, no, calories. I always get the zero in the wrong place. Is it 10X? Is that how much yeah, we got? Yeah, which is why it's actually amazing right. for the military. Well, if we you can have, to, have one so many... dipper's MRE, and that's actually enough for two and a half weeks of food. What I thought was ironic was like removing gluten from most of our products actually shot the calorie count way up. I don't even understand how that works. Yeah, that was surprising to me. And But also the addition of cilantro. I mean, we added cilantro to 95 out of 115 dishes. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Taking out the, the gluten and then putting beef tallow in was yeah. probably a bad idea. Well, tallow is very, it's, in terms of like profit margin on that. Very, oh, it is poor. great, though. God, that Chicago hose that just comes right into the factory. The Chicago, when I, yeah, the Chicago When I saw hose. that, oh, my God. If you render beef tallow, you can save so much money in a global casual uh, dining restaurant. Anyhow, we should, we've gone on too long about dippers. The point is, like, uh, you know, Get into a Dippers before the year is out. Get into a Dippers. If you want, we're having amazing New Year's Eve celebrations. Josh uh, and I do like to occasionally show up to local franchises. I will say this the New Year's Eve. I will Eve, sign your bare chest. I will say this like $69 per person New Year's Eve. Oh, you will have nice. You have the night of your life. I guarantee you every need will be satisfied. Nice. We have Dippers brand champagne, which is incredible. It's four different types of grape. And with, you just with a little bit of cilantro, and you dip the entire bottle into 
a hamburger. Yeah, it's incredible. No one's ever seen that before. It's never been done. I, all right, I well, don't I know think, what else to say about this. I think we've said it all. I think we've definitely said <laughs> all. Really we glad say. we were able to return to our casual dining. <laughs> it's important. It's important to know that the fo- foundationally America may be fucked. Dippers is going strong, oh. and we're going to be here for you no matter what. Just come on in and smile at the Big Dipper. Also, and- to our comrades in Russia, Dippers, are you coming this year, 2017? It's all going to happen. So that's it for Dippers. We love you all. Yes, we indeed. And uh, have a wonderful holiday. Uh, check out our Slam Fries if you if you if you want something delicious in your mouth. Squarespace. And... <laughs> And as always, Square, brought to you by Squarespace. I think that's the end of the show. Is this the end of the show? Uh, it's a great show. Paul, any any parting words for us here? You know what? I think we can take individual action to make a good 2017, and let's increase human equality for everyone. I agree. Also, no, that's actually enough. Okay, let's yeah. not irony You don't want to do an also just, hashtag never Trump or something <sighs> like that. Oh, check out my podcast, Track Changes. Oh, yeah. Paul's got a podcast, Track Changes, where he talks about... Internet technology. The web. It's brought to you by my corporate company. Yes. His his other corporate company, a non-Dippers related entity. I love you all. Known as Postlight. Just search for Track Changes is my name and you're going to be really happy. It's good stuff. All right. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I mean, even though we've had several board meetings this month. Uh, people wouldn't know that we have rehearsed this one about 24 times. That's they? right. They wouldn't realize that <laughs> Just this to was get all, that off the cuff feeling. This was feeling. all immaculately planned. <laughs> well, that is our show for this week. We will not be back next week because uh, we're going to take a little bit longer of a break. And then I'm going to be back from this hiatus with new episodes of tomorrow in the uh, very near future. Until then, you should check out our new show, Sound Show, which is an outline production. You can also catch up on some Out West. And, uh, and soon you'll be hearing more of my dulcet tones interviewing all sorts of curious characters when we reboot tomorrow uh, in the coming weeks. And until then, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just been informed by legal that your family has ordered the boat, but they've forgotten the straws. <laughs>